everyone, I'm Shelby. And I'm Erica. And welcome to the, the All Things Melanin Podcast. We're a certified high women are getting you through the week. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an update. So, Erica, how you feeling? What's good? What's popping? What's you know, new? Um, nothing really new. Uh, like I always say, I feel like I'm kind of boring, so there's nothing really new for me to share with you guys. I'm gonna need you not to be boring. Um, um I just like by alone time, so <laughs> I don't anyway. really have nothing to give y'all. Girl. What do you have? In other news, you know, so I love this time of year because it's Scorpio season, which is the y'all best crazy. season. First of all, if you have a Scorpio in your life, you crazy. need to call them and tell them how much you love them because you ain't never gonna find I'm a loyal, down-to-earth, ready-to-ride-out friend. First off. Anyway, <laughs> but the thing that I dislike about this season, because I feel like pop-up people always trying to pop up around this time. Pop-up people from your past. Because it's cuddle season. First of all. Hello. Here's the thing. Um, Hey, big head. <laughs> goodbye, big head. See, so lately, I've had like people like popping up from my past. Like, whether it's from me being out, like, when we were out for Halloween, or in my DMs. Like, I'm the type of person, like, here's the thing. I'm the type of person, like, in whatever I do, I give 110%. So, when I'm done, I'm done, and I don't feel bad about being done. I will leave your message on read. <laughs> and I don't feel bad about it. Pity, bitty. Like, they always gonna try, just to see if they get a response. That's, like, that always happens. Like, goodbye, sir. Because like, somebody out there responding. So. It ain't Shelby Brenner, so, so well, they don't gonna try. try. They, they gonna try. Maybe mm. with Sarah, but not with Shelby. Maybe you should put in your bio, don't try. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> they gonna always try. Like, even when you out, like, girls can't even, like, you know, like, I'm the type of person, like, I don't even lie anymore and say I have a boyfriend because it don't work. It doesn't. Like, what your man gotta do with me? He gotta do everything with you. Well, we can't be friends? No! <laughs> <laughs> we can't! <laughs> sir! Do you hear the words coming out your mouth? They don't care. They just, well, those types of men. And Not then if you're saying that, why would I want you? They gonna try it because it's worked. It's worked on somebody. Well, That's just... the only reason why they still using them old ass tricks. Excuse me. <laughs> Did you feel that in your soul? <laughs> like, I just felt that come up in your spirit. Hey, I'll leave you on red too. <laughs> I do. I, like, I want you to know that I read it and I don't have the time. Y'all, somebody slid in my DMs at 9 a.m. Sir. What do you want? First of all, he ain't wiped the crust out his eyes. Did you brush your teeth? Um, <laughs> did you eat breakfast? Like, Erica, he been waiting. 9 a.m. Central Standard Time? Sir. Erica's actually more harsh than I am. I am not. Yes, you are. How? We're not going to get this into it This is not the people. script, but I need to know how. <laughs> Erica's actually more hard on people than I am. Hey, I just feel in like... my defense, I just don't be with the mess. Because I have dealt with a lot of mess. I understand. But God just be dropping people off at Erica's desk, and she don't be with the ish. She be like, no. What I'm going to do with him? Mm-mm. He ain't it. God didn't send God know. He know not to I'm like, Erica, how you know? I said, Erica, this could be your mate. Mm-mm, that ain't it. No. I told God. First in my defense, I know exactly what she's talking about. <laughs> so, since we want to go there, we just going to go there. That's so, so funny. <laughs> you guys, I'm, you know, a young... In my early 30s person, right? <laughs> this baby was the same age as my brother. My younger brother. Okay? So my petty friend, Shelby. First of all, no, this was not me. Mm-mm. This was, I'm bringing my whole other friend in this. I'm bringing Sheldon in this. This was all Sheldon. Hey, Sheldon. This was Sheldon. This had nothing to do with me. I was trying to be a DJ. 
this didn't have nothing to do with me. So no. that's a lie. Somehow we were just whatever. Somehow, um, this baby, uh, he sent his friend over, which I don't like that, first of all. Don't send your friend to say nothing to me while you just can't come up and say anything to me. I don't think that's harsh. I just think that's like fair. That's like, fair. So you want to talk to me? Why am I talking to your friend? That's so um, with that being said, his friend got turned down for him. Um, so <laughs> Shelby was like, well, you know, <laughs> what did you say? You said something. I was like, Erica, if you train him up in the way that you would want him to go, he would <laughs> no. not depart from you. No. That ain't what God meant. So, <laughs> my thing is, is like, okay, my preference would be that you're not that young, as young as he is. Because okay. I'm at a different place in my life. Well, he asked you what you're looking for. What's you looking yeah, he for? asked me. I'm like, why? Do you know him? Well, he asked Erica if she was looking for a husband. No. I, I, I would have hurt him. I would have cried. I just told Shepard and said, what am I going to do with this baby? I can't. Train him. I can't. I don't have time to be training nobody. Anyway. So, speaking of dating and relationships. Yeah, that hurt me. I just want to hey, let you know. Hey, don't that. send no babies my way. Um. Anyway. You have to be, apparently, not a baby. What's not a baby? He's like six, six years younger than me. So, would you date someone six years younger than you? No, because that's barely. Exactly. Legal. Thank you. But he's legal. <laughs> he over 25. <laughs> I'm just really trying to annoy you. No. <laughs> it's still a no. Um, I tried, man. No, it's okay. But anyway, <laughs> so with dating relationships, you know, if I can't find love on, you know, a regular night, um, <laughs> could you be on a dating show? No. I couldn't either. I just, like, I watch some <laughs> dating shows. Like, I really watch um, Married at First Sight. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Yeah. First of all, I have so many problems with it because how can you? They actually get married. It's an ex- they call it an experiment, a social. But you real married. But you getting real life married oh. to somebody you just met on the the wedding day, like you when you walk down the aisle. That's when you meet this person, and then you see if you can stay with them. And then after like a six or eight week period, you decide if you want to stay married. This particular couple, they decided to stay married, and now three months into it, she's pregnant. So they started a documentary on that couple and then two other couples that decided to stay married and they're pregnant too. Yeah. And so I just feel like maybe it worked for them. I don't Mm. know. But how can you just walk up and just marry somebody? Or that other show you like, Are You the One? Which is the show. Everybody, everybody's in the house. It's men and women. And you basically like trying to find your one. Like, I can't, I'm not going to be over here competing with. Rebecca, for, <laughs> you know, Jermaine. I just can't. <laughs> or what's the other one on, on Ready to Love? Oh, yeah. Ready to Love. That one's kind of... I watch it because I like Will Packer and Me all too. that. And I really think, you know, oh, it's a good show to to watch. But I feel it's about Atlanta yeah. professionals, men and women. And the men actually have the upper hand because they get to decide which woman stays. Well, at first, the women had the upper hand. Yeah, at first, they did. So, now they're on where the men have to decide, and they have to break it down to the women, the women that they're going to send home. Like, why? Which I think is good. Like, there yeah. should be a reason. They have to, because a lot of men do uh, leave you like, well, what happened? Here's the thing. This is why I can't go on a dating show. I'm really stingy with my man. Yeah, same. And I don't want Sarah, Susie, Julie, Rebecca, whoever, to touch my man, to kiss my man, to be all up on my man. And I just, for me, 
like when you see those shows and you see them kissing and then the next thing you see them kissing and just being all up on and that's just too many body fluids it's just too yeah, much I, i'm not it's, that's just Mm-mm. disgusting to me Mm-mm. like i don't know how clean you are i don't know how you Mm-mm. get down like you could be clean and you could get down in a proper way however you get down in the cleansiest way cleansiest way but rebecca may not get down like that rebecca may be nasty and got some stuff and they and get down on it. the first day that they in the house like and plus i have to warm i'm the type of person like I'm not, I'm, so I am, I, I would consider myself a romantic, but it takes, it's stages to being a romantic to me. Like, if I meet somebody today, right, and he's who God has for me, it's still going to take a long time for me to like him and for me to open up to him. So a dating show wouldn't work for me is because I have to, like, tear down my walls and stuff like yeah. that. And I just, like, it's going to turn me off to see him talking to, like, a lot of other females and flirting with them. Yeah. So, I'm not going to find my one because I'm going to be upset. Yeah. In the corner. Same. Looking fly. And then, <laughs> and then it's, like, on TV. So, you know it's, like, made Stripped. for TV. But at the same time, people really do be getting their feelings about, you know, this person's supposed to be my match. And then at the end of the day, it's not their match. And it's, like, well, maybe because they keep going after the same Say, person, which yeah. is the reason why you're there in the first place. Yeah. But for me, I how affectionate they are so quickly like mm-hmm. that's not me at all i'm a very affectionate person like when i'm in a relationship with you yeah but i can't just all of a sudden just walk up i don't care how fine and chocolate you is Ooh, but if chocolate. i walk, if i walk i can't i'm gonna be me shy neither. and act like i don't know what's going on yeah because that's just how yeah. i, I would say i feel like it depends on the person because like i've like in watching some of the shows some of the people some of the non-matches i've seen have gone on to still be together and get married and have children some of the people have gone on to you know be married um i think that it can work for some people but i have i feel like you have to be a particular type of person yeah for me it's enough for me dog yeah all the way through yeah it's enough for me like i really know that i'm gonna meet somebody naturally like i'm putting that in the universe yeah like a dating show is not for me and mm -mm. then to have to relive that Mm -hmm. and to the one thing so this is maybe kind of weird to say i guess the one good thing about it is like if you if you're doing things the wrong way or you have bad habits like you have to rewatch that and maybe if you see your habits you'll change your habits yeah if you are aware like that's the only thing i can think of it's still enough for me dog yes enough for me i don't care how much money you're trying to give us but it's still enough Cause don't they get a million dollars? Or well, they had to split the million dollars, and oh. then you gotta think about taxes. So they got split between get? like twenty five people. Yeah, and then so everybody gets twenty five dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's twenty five more dollars than they had. It's enough for me, dog. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. So I couldn't be on. Are you the one? I couldn't be on Married at First. But side. I love to watch. Are you the one? The reunion's coming up, so I can't be on Real Love either. I can't be on none of them because Jerome will get towed off. So. <laughs> Jerome, why are you over there with Rebecca? <laughs> Just trying to find my match. Sir, get your life because your match is here. I'd be like, turn the cameras off. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. So, moving along. Uh, we want to talk about the journey. So, something that we've learned about our brand. Just what have we encountered so far? Yeah. So... I just think that one major thing, you know, we just jumped back on to doing more of our podcast, and that's because we kind of took a mini hiatus. Yep. There was this one part point where I didn't tell Shelby at first, but I was just like, I cannot think of one creative idea. And that's not really me. Like, yeah. I 
am a creative person. So I was just like, I can't think of anything. And I was getting frustrated. And I just felt like, well, Erica, you must be like burnt out. Yeah. You have creative blocks. You can't think of nothing to do, nothing to say. Then you need to take time to regroup. Yeah. And I think that's what we both experienced. So when I told Shelby about it, she was like, I can't really think of nothing either. Um, so I think we need to just cool it and then pick it back up again. Yeah. And that's okay because we have been going hard for over a year. Yeah. Nonstop. And I think when you're in a creative rut like that, I feel like that's a sign, first of all, that you need to regroup. Yeah. And I think also that's a sign that maybe you need to change up how you're doing things. Yep. Um, Because if you're just going so hard and you get in a rut, and you don't have any ideas, you've probably burnt yourself out. Yeah. And burnout is usually from stress, from overworking yourself, for not treating yourself in different things like that. So when we realized that we had, uh, we were in a creative rut, like Erica said, one of the things that we did is we said, you know what, we're going to cool it for a while. Another thing that we did is we said, we, Erica and I, we did a staycation one weekend, and we just had... We just had like uninterrupted girl time because we no longer work together. Erica got a new job and we went from seeing each other 24-7 all day every day to seeing each other every once in a while. And so I feel and the crazy thing about it for me is that once we came back from that from that staycation, my ideas just started rolling in like my creative ideas started rolling in. And so I feel like sometimes that's just a sign to step back reevaluate, take care of yourself and you know figure out what's next like figure out okay I was doing it this way and it worked but it's not working anymore so Shelby how you gonna get these creative juices back like what what we doing yeah so once we kind of reconnected we regrouped yeah um we were able to overcome that block and we came up with some really dope ideas for 2019 so I think you know us saying that, you know, we've gone so hard for a year, it never dawned on me that we can burn ourselves out. Which we do. Even though it's something that we're both really passionate about and we both just love. It's our baby. We can still get burned out. Oh, yeah. So it was okay for us to just have a reality check and just be like, you know what? Let's pause. Yeah. And pick it back up. And I really feel like that has helped us. Like, it's helped us regroup. It's helped us come up with, with amazing ideas in 2019. Um, that are going to allow us to do some amazing things and that are going to put us on, you know, on track to our passions. I think sometimes when you get in a creative rut, I know for me at first, I didn't tell you this, when I got in it, I was just kind of like, okay, Shelby, like, what is wrong with you that you can't think of not one single idea? What is, like, this is your passion, this is what you like, what is wrong with you? And I think so many times when we get to those places, we get so down on ourselves, we, we are hard on ourselves, when we have to realize instead of being hard and down on ourselves, sometimes you gotta pick yourself up and take care of yourself. Because when you take care of yourself, and you make time for yourself, or girl time, or sleeping, like, yeah. you're rejuvenated, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, if you're empty, you can't take anything from an empty glass. Exactly. You can't drink from an empty glass. Mm-hmm. But when you're full, you can drink from a full glass. Yeah. You can take ideas. And I think that is so important when you're building your brand or being a brand or whatever you're doing that's creative. You have to block off a portion of time for yourself. Yes. And you have to do it consistently. Yes. Like, you have to turn. Like, you're always going to be your brand. But you got to turn it off sometimes. Yeah. And turn it off in terms of like sometimes I, I lay in my bed and I watch TV or I'm chilling and I make myself not open my laptop. Yeah. I make myself not do anything all things related. 
Yeah. I make myself call Erica and tell her like a funny, a story that I think is funny that she's probably not going to think it's funny. Because you be laughing before you finish the story. I'm funny. And I'd be like waiting. It yeah. <laughs> don't be funny, but I it's, get it, Shelby. It's they cool. know, but it'd be funny. It's to me like, okay, when I tell a joke, Erica don't really think I'm funny, but it's so the joke be funny, and then it's real funny to me when she don't think it's funny. Have y'all seen that meme of Kermit? And he was like, me laughing at, me killing myself over my jokes. That is me. Shelby. No, because Shelby laughs before she even tells you the joke. So you just sitting there awkward because you're like, I want to laugh. And then she can't get it out because she's just killing herself. So you just sitting there looking stupid because she hasn't came to the punchline. I'm real funny, you know? y'all. Like, I'm here all week. Just... <laughs> But <laughs> no, but see now you got me off track. What were you talking about? Oh, so what you were saying about <laughs> laying in your bed, making yourself not you know be on your laptop? It's all a part of discipline because yeah. it's hard to do that. It's hard for me to go to sleep on a Friday night and be like, okay, you ain't getting up at seven a.m. and doing all this stuff. You're gonna right. lay in the bed. Like, I have to make myself <laughs> lay in the bed because I'm always getting up, doing something, ripping and running. And that can wear you out, too. It's not just the blog. It's like the blog, you're going hard on that, but then everything else around you. You still got a full-time job. Yep. You still doing taking care of your adult responsibilities. Yep. Like, all of that in combination yeah. is why you could be stuck in a rut. Yeah. But we overcame that. And we're black by popular demand. Oh, and we going hard in 2019. <laughs> we're going hard for the rest of the year. <laughs> yes, yeah, so be on the lookout. Um, <laughs> so, with that being said, let's get into our mentor moment. Um, this is a question where we will just give our advice on it. Mm-hmm. So, the question is, how do you get over the disappointment of things not working out the way you have planned it? How do you get over the disappointment? So, for me so I felt like this recently and I've been feeling like this the past couple months just in things that I've been trying to do or complete and for me what works for me is the first thing that I do is I let I allow myself to feel how I feel about it you know what I mean yeah like whether if I'm upset I allow myself to be upset if I feel like if my body wants to cry I cry about it like I get all of my emotions out so that I can make sure that I don't feel like that again about that particular situation um, the next thing I do after I cry is I sit there and I'm like, I, I just literally, I start having a conversation with God about it. I'm like, and sometimes I think it hurts because you can be, you, you can know you're qualified for the job mm-hmm. and you can know that you can do whatever it is that you want to do mm-hmm. or be successful in it, but that's not your door. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes when we realize when God doesn't open doors for us that we feel like we should go through, it really upsets you, but God never told you that he was going to allow you to have that door. So for me, when I'm disappointed, I really just have to have a conversation with God and I have an honest conversation with him. Um, I feel like sometimes we sit there and we have these phony conversations with God, which don't make sense to me because he knows your inner thoughts. He knows everything that you think about. So he knows knows you're lying. (laughs) So he knows you're lying. So I have honest conversations with him. Like there have been times where I've, you know, maybe I've, you know, cried myself to sleep. I've been like, God, I don't understand it. Like, you know, I was like, I feel this way. I feel that way. Like I'm mad. I'm pissed. Like, God already knew I'm pissed. I'm just saying out loud that I'm pissed. You know what I mean? So, and I feel like once I, you know, let myself feel how I feel, I have a conversation with God about it, and I do my best 
to let it go. Mm-hmm. And one thing that helps me is I do devotionals at night. I do devotionals in the morning. I have regular talks with God. I have affirmations all over my computer at work. I have affirmations in my phone. Like I literally pump myself up to let myself know that, yeah, that was in my door, but I'm still amazing. Mm-hmm. Even but even though I couldn't go through that door and that wasn't my opportunity, I'm still amazing. Yeah. And mine's coming. Yeah. So that's Just means there's a better, bigger door. Yeah. And so for me, um, disappointment was a huge thing that I had like to deal with for a while, like mm-hmm. experiencing the hugest, most hugest disappointment of my life ever. So for me to have to get over that, I'm the opposite of you, Shelby. Like you said, you'll sit around and you'll let, if you want to cry, you'll get it out. Yeah. But I think the way I handle it is probably worse because I won't cry about it. Yeah. Like I will hold it in like until... Yes, until that moment where I just lose it. And then somebody looking at me like, what the hell wrong with her? Excuse me, I guess again. Um, so, <laughs> so for me, trying to overcome that disappointment, I think a lot of us get stuck on the why. Yeah. And sometimes you won't ever know the why. Yeah. It don't matter how many times you talk to God, how much you fast, how much you tell him, look, God, I'm laying out on the floor. Like, tell me why. Yeah. There's sometimes you just will not know why. And yeah. you have to be trusting in God that there is a purpose for why that didn't work out. Yeah. Whatever your that is. Yeah. But it is hard to get over this appointment when you had so many plans in your head of how your life was going to go. If you got that job, you was going to move here and then you was going to do this. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever it is, it's like, it's hard to get over yourself yeah. of your own ideas. Yeah. Of what you thought you were going to be. And then when God's mm. like, nope, you think he punishing you. He's not punishing because that was a lot for me. I felt like, okay, well, Lord, um, can we talk? Um, I don't understand <laughs> what's happening here. <laughs> I yeah. thought we were cool, but no. Yeah. It's just you get to the point where he's actually sometimes that disappointment is him getting your attention. Yeah. And him telling you, look, I'm in control of this, not yeah. you. Are you going to trust me or are you going to trust that job? You going to trust me or you going to trust that man? Ooh. You going to trust me or you going to trust, you, you know, agree. whatever. Yeah. So... To me, I feel like we just have to let go of the why. Yeah. We have to trust that yeah. God knows what he's doing. Yeah. And we have to be content in that. Yeah. For so long, I was not content in the disappointment because I was harboring on what I wanted. Yeah. Why it didn't work out that way? Well, guess what? God knew me when I was in my mama's stomach. So Ooh. I'm pretty sure he know where I'm going to be 20 years from now. Okay. So I'm pretty sure. You're good. He wants me to go through this little bit of disappointment now. And yeah. his, in his eyes, a little bit of disappointment. But in my world, I'm like, oh, Lord, what the hell going on? <laughs> yeah. But... It's like God is getting your attention. Yeah. So what are you going to do with that? Yeah. And um, so it'll be okay. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, one thing I learned for me is that a lot of times I create my own disappointments about what I think that I should have or what I think I should be doing. But God never intended me to do that. Exactly. And kind of like you said, sometimes he disappoints us to get our attention. Mm -hmm. And I feel like sometimes he disappoints us to build our character. And to test us. Yes. Because I feel like there's some things that you've gone through and there's some things that I'm going through that is going to benefit us in the future. Mm-hmm. In our future endeavors with all things male in it. And yes. personally. Yes. But I think that we don't endure those things now. Exactly. Then to build our character and to build us up as people and friends and business owners then we're not going to be equipped to go to the next level. Yeah. So sometimes before God can allow you to go to the next level, he has to prepare you for the next devil. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't even realize that. We're mm-hmm. so caught up in ourselves. And one thing I've learned, 
in doing all things melanin and understanding that our platform is not even about us. A lot of things that we go through is not about us. It's for God's glory. Mm-hmm. And it's for him to get the glory. It's for him to get the praise. And it's Preach. for us to be the testimony. But you can't give a testimony and you can't pour into people if you don't have anything to pour into Exactly. Because especially, I was thinking about this the other day. I felt like, I was just trying to pray or whatever. And I felt like, if me, if Shelby and I are trying to build this brand that is supposedly inspiring other women to go after their dreams and do what they're doing yeah. and going for it, how can we inspire you if we never experience things that yeah. probably disappoint us or discourage us? Yeah. How will we have a story to tell you guys to inspire you? Yeah. But what do, how are we going to inspire you? We ain't got nothing to inspire you from. Yeah. So that's probably, like you just said, like it's not about us. It's about him using us yeah. in our experiences. Yeah. So, it'll get better, y'all. That yeah. disappointment is just another direction yeah. in a better place. And just keep the faith and know that it's things that we go through. It's things that you're going to go through. But, like my mom says, trouble don't last always. It don't. Hang in there, y'all. Yes. So, um, with that being said, we will leave you with words of encouragement. So, Luke 11, 9 through 10 says, So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Um, One thing that I really love about this is that, to me, it just says that it's okay to ask God for the deepest desires of your heart. And it's okay to seek those things and Mm -hmm. to go after those things. It's okay you know, to knock on doors that you're not invited to. It's okay to try to get to tables that you're not invited to give a seat to. It just, to me, it just lets me know that at the end of the day, that if God put those desires in my heart and he allows me to have those dreams, that it's okay for me to ask for those things and it's okay for me to go after those things because he is going to allow those things to come to pass in his time frame. Yeah. And I think so t- many times we get so caught up and we don't think that we can ask big. We don't think that we can sit at tables that don't look like us. Mm -hmm. We don't think that we can be successful because nobody in our family or nobody that we know that looks like us has done it. And I think that we really have to get out of that mindset of not asking big, Mm -hmm. of not going after it, of not creating a seat at the own at a table like if somebody's not going to give you a seat create a seat exactly build a seat Mm -hmm. bring bring a wooden chair if you got to (laughs) until you can get a platinum one like do what you have to do there's no shame in that and i think so many times we don't succeed it's because we're our own biggest critic we're in our own way Mm -hmm. and we don't ask Mm -hmm. like god knows everything that we want to do and like you said god knew you when you were in the womb so he knew you would have these desires exactly and if you're having these desires that's not a coincidence exactly and we just have to find the courage to even ask at all oh yeah for sure for sure but before we close out in prayer you guys um definitely follow us on instagram if you're not at all things melanin underscore underscore follow us on twitter at melanin tv underscore um check us out at www.allthingsmelanin.org um so bow your head close your eyes unless you drive and keep them open and focus on the lord in the highway um <laughs> Heavenly Father, first and foremost, thank you for allowing us to be able to come to you today um, in the most humblest way. Um, We pray that everybody that is listening to this podcast right now, we pray that 
um, it touches their heart. We pray that it resonates with them. Whatever they are struggling with, whatever is on their mind, whatever they are dealing with, I pray that you would give them peace. I pray that you would lead and guide them in everything that they do. I pray, Lord Jesus, that the passions and dreams that are on their heart, I pray that you would give them the affirmation that they need to go after, Lord Jesus, and to be the best that they can be. And whatever they are going through, whatever is against them, Lord Jesus, we pray that it will move out the way so that your glory can be done. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.